Basic witches. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches. <laughs> Basically. Hello, witches and lovers. Uh, mm. My name is Leah Knauer. And I'm Rachel LaForest. And today, our amazing guest is Dahlia Karnofsky, who is a dating coach. And the host of the Not Your Therapist podcast, which I actually was a guest on back mm. when I was single. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we have a great talk about witchiness and dating stuff. And she gives us some good tips on how to make a profile if Ooh. you are in the dating world. Yeah, I, I thought all of her advice was so sound. Mm-hmm. I really agreed with what she was saying. Yeah. Um, so you guys will benefit greatly from that. Kind of like a little gift to you. Oh, speaking of gifts... <laughs> Keep going. We have have a giveaway for you. So be sure to check out our page at Basic Witches Pod on Instagram, where we'll show you pictures of the goodies you might win. Mm -hmm. And while you're there, go to our Patreon link. Join our Patreon where we can give you readings and send you personalized art and you can do Skype calls with us, whatever. And thank you so much for all the awesome reviews you guys are leaving. We Really, really appreciate you, and we love your feedback. We do look at those, so thank you for all the great reviews. Yeah, and we've also been getting a lot of DMs of people having like crazy synchronicities with yeah. their cards, and they're getting more into their cards. And one one listener messaged us and said that each episode, like seven, eight episodes in a row that we did, they got the same card. <gasps> that is so cool. Isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So please keep keep letting us. Yeah, know we about love that. being in touch with you guys. Yes. Um, so let's just go right into this episode. I know you guys are going to love it, and we love you, and mwah, mwah. So yeah, we just lit that Palo Santo, and you said that you have some. I do. So what do you have that's witchy? Do you have kind of yeah. stuff around your um, house or anything? I do. I have some classic sage. Mm-hmm. I have some Palo Santo. Mm-hmm. I do have tarot cards that I've never mm. used. Oh. The thing is, like... I uh, think that I almost believe in that stuff a little too much. So I don't allow myself to go near it because I'm like, I think I would be a person that starts to let my life be (laughs) determined by these things. And I get a little obsessive. Like I remember, uh, I was thinking about this on the way over here that one time I installed like a horoscope app on my phone when Mm -hmm. I used to live in New York. And when I was feeling, you know, I was in my 20s. So Mm -hmm. I know you're both in your 20s, right? But I was in my 20s and I was like, feeling a little ungrounded and like Mm. needed direction and maybe I wasn't going to therapy at the time. And I like installed this horoscope Mm. app and I would literally Mm. let the horoscope like dictate my entire day until I had to just like cut myself off. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. And if I didn't like what it said, I would get another one. Like Mm. I just, so I think I'm like, I have these things. Oh, I have a crystal that I tentatively keep in my wallet. Mm -hmm. Um, Citrine? Uh, is yeah, it, is it's it? a honey, is that a thing? Honey citrine? Or uh, honey calce, it might be. It's I like a little gold cube. Yeah, okay. it, it could be either one of those. Yeah. Like abundance and financial. Yeah, and like ambition or something. Yeah. Also got that in Big Bear. It's like I let myself like tiptoe a little so and then I'm like, calm down. You're also a basic witch. Basically, yeah. that's what it yeah. sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but I kind of like, it's almost like an addict who doesn't allow themselves. Like I'm just like <laughs> yeah. a little bit, but like I really don't trust myself to not go totally. in the deep end yeah, yeah, about totally. it. Yeah, so I, I don't and... use horoscopes for future predictions. Uh-huh. I do. If I have something crazy happen that I'm like, what was that about? Mm-hmm. I'll sometimes like look back at it. Oh, interesting. Like, did something cosmic happen on that day or did a lot of people feel this mm-hmm. like me? Yeah. 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 I think it could vary. I think I have a parallel life where I... I'm like barefoot 
on a farm, I mean, yeah. naked, Look and like, hair. yeah, like you, I think it's like yeah. in me, she has but like I like won't let it out. Strawberry blonde, long, luscious, it's like hair. too long for. Her. <laughs> <laughs> no, very witchy. Um, it's very witch. Like I think there's a part of me that like would go that direction, I think, but I yeah. somehow averted it by like living in New York City and being like, I'm ambitious, mm-hmm. I'm a career woman, but like if anything major ever happened in my life, I think I would just completely go off off there. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I think about going off the grid a lot, but I'm so intertwined in the grid. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, (laughs) I I have my creature comforts too much, but I definitely, like my mom was a really big hippie. Ah. She always had really long hair. She's like kind of mad that I don't protest more, you know, like my dad has an FBI file for protesting Vietnam wars. Like I, there was a way I could have gone, but I think I just actively, I grew up outside Chicago. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So they were activists. Yeah. But they're like kind of disappointed that I'm not, I think. And I try and show them that I'm an activist in my own way. (laughs) Yeah. But I think uh, there was a point like in college, I smoked a lot of pot and I was very into that. And I lived in Amsterdam for two months. your parents were like, we're so proud of you. (laughs) Yes. They were like so happy. And I like (laughs) mushrooms and all that. And now I'm just like, it got, what what happened? Sorry, I did not mean to go into this like history of my... I went, I was in therapy in college because it actually came from, this is so dumb. Mm-hmm. I ate half of a weed muffin in Amsterdam one time okay. and I was with like a group of friends because it was like an, ex- it was like a, a broad program for a summer. Yeah. Bunch of college kids in Amsterdam, really strong idea doing experimental <laughs> theater. And, uh, you're going to say drugs <laughs> and drugs. every day off. Yes. Um, ate like half of a weed muffin. We were like riding our bikes. It came to like a diversion in the road. I didn't know which way to go. Some of my friends went one way. Some of my <gasps> friends went another and I just got paralyzed. Oh, no. And I was like, this, like my life rides on this decision. Oh, no. And I like, couldn't. And from then on, it kind of stuck with me. And I would find myself in like the Kmart in New York city, not able to choose between powder deodorant or fresh deodorant mm-hmm. and like this will determine the rest of my life and I got so weirdly obsessive about signs and when mm-hmm. I would look at the clock and stuff like that and my therapist was like this might have to do with you smoking pot and like mm-hmm. you might need to like take some time off because she would notice even like a few days after I would smoke pot mm-hmm. I totally support everyone smoking pot who yeah. it works for but that was when I kind of was like yeah. I need to stop letting these kind of outside things determine mm-hmm. things for me and putting yeah. so much important on like signs and symbols and I also pretty much stopped smoking pot at that point mm-hmm. so now the what's left of the hippie is my hair <laughs> and the little crystal in my wallet yeah. but she's she's lying in wait she's yeah, like awesome. I'm ready but you know that's awesome what did your mom do like hippie wise how was she a hippie um you know she lived in New York City herself I know she smoked a lot of pot she mm-hmm. for a while lived with the porn star from Deep Throat. Cool. Yeah. She like pro, she like had really long hair. Her wedding dress was knit. Like she knit it. Wow. Like I don't, she's never told me like, yeah, she knit. She's never told me like huge stories, but she, she's a um, school psychologist. She, she used to work with um, disabled adults as a psychologist. Mm. She, she's just kind of that kind of person. She's a, she's a cook. She has her own bread company. Oh my God. She's like, she, and we had like wheat germ in our chocolate chip cookies growing up. Like she's just, she's kind of ahead of that 
cool whole yeah. thing. And she she was just very. Both my parents were just very kind of yeah. like that touchy feely so hippie you. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Badass. That's awesome. I know my mom was a hippie and was like she's Hungarian. She was a Hungarian scout, like kind of like Girl Scouts, but more in the woods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> around a fire, and um, I I'm I've never been quite able to get it out of her, but I do mm. think yeah that maybe at least tried weed. Mm. It's this weird thing where like yeah. they won't really like yeah. now my mom will admit it. Yeah. And when my grandma was sick at one point, she was like, "Can you teach me how to make weed brownies?" Oh. And I was like, "Mom, you know this. Like think <laughs> yeah, back yeah, yeah, to the yeah. '60s." But like. They won't quite tell us because they want us to be, you know. Yeah. My but. mom was daughter of a minister and she got caught smoking weed in a <gasps> van uh, with her youth group. Oh my God. <laughs> so funny. And so bad. Yeah. When she oh told God. me that, I, my brothers and I gave her a nickname of Doobie Canoobie. Nice. <laughs> she hates it. It's yeah, so really funny. I love that. Yeah. Mother Mary Jane. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a little, it stays with them a little. Like when I was growing up, we had, um, Two gigantic trampolines in our backyard. Amazing! I had like, one. Yeah, we. I was like, did we need the two? Like, yeah. <laughs> you can jump back and forth. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and we had a. We like my parents chose where we lived based on how many trees there were because my dad was a pilot. <laughs> okay, yes, at the time, Dalia, yeah, definitely hippie. <laughs> it's there. It's there. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they both kind of now become more normal. They're divorced. Yeah. You know, okay. things happen. Yeah. But it's definitely well, there. that kind of brings us into your work. Mm, I feel yes. like how you were saying before, you're doing your activism exactly. in your way. I think helping people with relationships is such mm-hmm. a huge part of humanity. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about the work uh, I do? Is yeah. activism for you? I think that it is. And I, I just think our world is so affected by the way dating is right now. And I think dating is the way it is because of the way our world is right now. But it's just so divorced from humanity at this point. Mm. It's so divorced from like human experience, getting to know another person, like Mm. giving a person Mm. a chance, getting to know a person, having real life experiences, Mm. like these kind of things people have just forgotten about. And everything is results. Everything is what can I share about this? Everything is how does this look? Stats. And I'm just really trying to bring it back to like being honest, communicative, and like present. Yeah. Do you, because I feel like you've seen a lot, do you think that's because of technology? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do think that people people love to be like, dating is so much harder now than it was back then, or it's harder in LA than it is in the middle of the country. Mm-hmm. That stuff I don't really get behind. I think that dating okay. has always been hard because like, mm-hmm. and that's part of why it's so coveted to have someone because it's hard because like you don't instantly find your person and that's part of what makes us want it is mm-hmm. it is a journey mm-hmm. and it is like this thing you have to kind of achieve in a way. But so I think it's always been hard. I think, you know, in the sixties it had its own hardships and back in the 1800s, it's like mm-hmm. men had to come calling and sometimes <laughs> yeah. they didn't and yeah. you didn't know what happened to them. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, so we always have had ghosting in some form. We've always had, that it's hard for two people to romantically connect and be vulnerable and open and stick mm-hmm. with it and choose to go through the hard parts together. Um, I do think that online dating just kind of highlights everything that's hard about it. And what I really think is even more than online dating, because I don't think that's inherently bad. A third of marriages came from online dating last year. Mm, wow. um, little statistic. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. True. Uh But I think what is actually worse and more pervasive than that is the way people talk about dating 
on social media. Mm. I think the all the memes, the gifs, the highlights of how terrible men are, mm. how horrible dating is, mm-hmm. how hard it is, how much it sucks, how much you'd rather be alone, mm-hmm. how alone we feel, all of that. And I'm not saying like we have to be Pollyanna and pretend like it's all fine, yeah. but I really don't think it's helpful to just like lean into that narrative. Totally. And What's so Pollyanna? Uh, like like seeing the sunny side and pretending okay, there's no, you know, yeah. bad stuff there. Yeah. Obviously, it's important to have a sense of humor. It's important to share experiences. Mm-hmm. Then we don't feel alone. That's great. But there is so much out there. And I've kind of learned this, um, kind of cultivating my own social media presence, just starting to of like, what is my take on it? And I'm really, really, really trying to be like the person saying, dating can be fun and dating can be good and it can yes. be connecting with another mm-hmm. person. When it's not fun, that can also be interesting and, and good and information mm-hmm. and we can learn from it. And I don't think there needs to be more voices being like, God, I hate mm-hmm. men. I hate dating. Yeah. I hate love. It's so hard. Well, because People I, are horrible. I was a guest on your podcast, yes. not your therapist podcast. And it was uh, very soon after I'd just been ghosted. You said mm-hmm. like 20 minutes ago that it was very sad. It was. <laughs> it was people And people sad. really connected to your episode because they were like, oh, the ghosting. Like, And I have so many people have been through it. Mm-hmm. And so in that way, I do think it's cathartic to share experiences yeah. and, and know that we're not alone. And it's mm-hmm. not that there's something wrong with us. It does yeah. happen to mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. But so you were saying dating should be fun. And I was, I was probably combative with that. And I was like, no, I hate men, which yeah. isn't true. Obviously I love men. That's why I date them. You know, right. that's why I'm attracted right. to them. Mm-hmm. So I clearly don't hate mm-hmm. them. I, I hate the, the problematic issues that can come with them if of they course. don't care, take care of their shit. But the guy that I'm dating now Ooh. and am in love with <laughs> now, so happy. He, like dating was fun with him from the start. Mm-hmm. And like, he treats me right. He like, is so appreciative of me and tells me, communicates with me how he feels. And like, he's just so sweet. And it, it's a, it's so refreshing because yeah. I haven't had this. It's sad that I haven't had this before, right, right. but this is my first taste of like, oh, now that I've had this now, like if whatever happens with yes. this relationship, like yes. now I will always know what to look for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Now you will know. And there is, there is some good stuff on social media. There's been this, um, I don't know, a post that's been floating around recently that basically is like, if you're confused at the beginning, that's your answer. Like, mm-hmm. they don't like you. If you have these questions that are like, why is he treating me like this? He says, it's this, it's this. I don't know. Like, how do I get him to? I'm like, then no, mm-hmm. then no. And that's how you make dating be more fun and easier is you're just, it's not about like, I'm not going to put up with trash men. Like, I'm not putting up with this shit. It's, it's more about valuing yourself and wanting to have a good time and saying, if I'm not having a good time and this is confusing me and like giving me mixed signals and making me hate myself, of course, we've all been in the situation where we're attached to the person Mm -hmm, and we're just convinced we can make it work. But being willing to be like, I deserve more than this. And I think it takes having a good experience like you have now had that regardless of what happens, you now know what you deserve and you're Mm -hmm. not going to settle for less. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I even tell him now, I'm like, I, my gut is to say to you that I don't deserve you, but I know that I do. Of course you do. And he loves that I know that. Yes. Yeah. You absolutely. And the great thing about, I just got chills when you said that. (laughs) The great thing about that too is that like, I was talking with a guest yesterday who was kind of saying she doesn't, she's not that interested in guys who treat her well and are nice to her. That used to be me. Yeah, Yeah. Because it's something that in our society, it feels like if it's not hard, if we don't have to earn it, if we don't have to achieve it, then it can't be good enough for us. Like there has to be something wrong with that person who wants to treat us well. And I was just telling her like, 
But when you end up with a person who treats you well, you'll discover there's still plenty of challenges Mm. because you have to challenge yourself to be better and better for them. You have to challenge yourself to accept their good treatment. Mm -hmm. You have to challenge yourself to be a better partner, still continue to learn and grow. You have to challenge yourself to not feel super high or up around them as well because they're inconsistent humans. And if they're treating you really well, you might not feel like you can have a down moment. Right, to be vulnerable. And I told her, I was like, don't worry. Even if they worship you, they're still going to figure out what's wrong with you. Like, do not worry. You will still have problems that you need to fix. Like, we have this constant need to be, like, achieving and succeeding and fixing problems. So that's why we want someone who doesn't want us. Because we can fight for it. Is that, like, a societal... Is that a societal thing? Or is it biological, like, physiological? Probably a little bit of both. I think, you know, there is something about having to earn someone and the chase and all that, that Mm -hmm. definitely appeals to like an animal part of us. Mm -hmm. That's like, I need, like I, this incites me to action, you know? Mm -hmm. But that's why I say like, getting in a relationship is not the end of the road. People are like, I just don't want to do it again. I don't want to get hurt again. Mm -hmm. I'm like, literally every relationship you're ever in, you will get hurt. Even if you stay married to the person for the rest of your life, you're going to have ups Mm -hmm. and downs. You're going to have challenges. So don't worry. Mm -hmm. But getting into the relationship shouldn't be that part. And if it is, it's not the right person for you. It should be easy. The person should be like, yes, you. Mm -hmm. And you should be like, yes, you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like knowing that for yourself and affirming that and ending it when it's not good, Mm -hmm. like at the beginning, it, 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 then you get faster to the person that is good, right? Right, like, totally. Yes, yeah, I, started, I say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Go on. I started doing that. Like once I realized, once I had like some little tastes of being treated well, because mm. you know I was in relationships where I wasn't, and mm-hmm. I was in chasey mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. dynamics where I was like, please, yeah, <laughs> let me just convince you, yeah, 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 so hot, yeah, yeah, and then once I got a little taste of the of the nice guy, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I actually do like the nice guy. Yes. I thought I liked the bad boy. Mm-hmm. Like, but I do like the nice guy. And then like the nice guy can just get tattoos later. Exactly. <laughs> he can still be a bad boy. He can, like, spank me. Exactly. He can there's so many ways to be then, a bad boy. And then yes. it starts to like positive snowball effect mm. of like like he treats me well and then I feel really good by that. And then mm-hmm. he gets turned on that he's tr- like that I feel good. Mm-hmm. So then he wants to treat me well again. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it can be like that. Mm-hmm. And that I would argue is more even exciting when it starts to positive snowball, yeah. as you're saying, than when you get to like earn the person and make them yeah. like you. Yeah. But for a while, you think that the earning is what feels good because when you, because you fought so hard and then they'll give you a little bit, mm. they'll give you like a little oh, win. God, yeah. Like going mm-hmm. to a concert with you. Personal. But then they'll be like, oh, I'm actually seeing someone else. <laughs> uh, yeah. Does that, yeah, that, that happened. <laughs> no, but I mean, but we've you know, all been there. Yeah. It's like a drug. It's yeah. like a little hit mm-hmm. and then you want more. But yeah, I got to recommend to listeners yeah. who are like in that struggle, just make the first step to get out of it. Yeah. yeah. Let go. And then eventually you start to find the nice, yeah. nice partner. And I do say all the time that like, every breakup or everything that doesn't work out is one step closer to the right person for you. It's always a good thing. You almost never will get out of something that you are, quote, supposed to be in. I don't really believe in that, but I, you know, I'm like, you're not going to get out of it. I also just, you know, I just want to correct what I said a little, which is like, it should be yes, you, yes, you. I will also say if you're in a pattern of I like people who don't treat me well and that mm-hmm. feels good and that feels like the right thing and I like hot guys who are hard to get mm-hmm. and bad boys, whatever. 
in the beginning of dating a nice guy, you might feel like, mm, no, yes, I don't feel that spark. You have to stick it out. Yep. And like, I promise yep. it will get exciting when you realize yep. that it's more exciting to be consistently treated well yes. than to have yep. to like yes. fight for little bits here and there. But I think a lot of people are like, this doesn't feel like that. Mm, yeah. Like that struggle, that fireworks, yep. that spark. Because it's not like passionate and hard. And I'm like, yeah. it's going to be passionate in such yeah. a more sustainable a way. way. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Well, especially too, because I, the dynamic, the love dynamic that I grew up watching mm-hmm. was not healthy, I don't mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a lot of chaos in the home. So the first guy that I dated seriously was my mom, mm. like very mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. like my mom. Mm-hmm. And we dated for two years and it was like horrible. It was great at times, but it was for the most part really bad. And it's just so interesting because then when I started my man now, it's like, it's been so, which I've, been, I've done so much work with my therapist to, so to get here. I'm just Thank so you. happy. This Thank is you. so great. And like, I, I, we've kind of rewired my brain to be attracted to people being kind to me and me mm-hmm. expecting that and kind of commanding that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so at first with him, I did have to stick it out because he was, it was so like not one note, but like flat line where I'm mm-hmm. used to like peaks and valleys mm-hmm. and peaks and valleys. And it felt exciting. But this is like, oh, this is just healthy. Yeah. He's just <laughs> yeah. still here. Yeah. Still being nice. Still not afraid. I don't of understand. I cry. <laughs> like I, I think of it as like, um, if there was like a big fire, like big fireworks at the beginning, those burn out really quickly mm-hmm. as yeah. opposed to like, slowly building a really sustainable fire. And then first you're like, I don't know if it's happening. I'm really, it's not that exciting. I'm kind of waiting. Mm -hmm. But then that turns into something that can keep you warm for a very long time. And then like similar thing happened with my boyfriend that, you know, when I met him, I was kind of like, like, he's very nice. But like, uh, I was just like, I'm never going to be like, whatever. And we've been together almost two years now. And I, this is so cheesy, but I kind of understand when people are like, I fall in love with you more every day. I'm like, I am obsessed with him. Like, I cannot get enough of him. And if you had told me that would be the case on our first, fourth, fifth date, I would have been like, I mean, he's a nice guy, but like, but it's this him showing up, being consistent, being kind, continuing to be there and surprising me in all kinds Mm -hmm. of ways, you know, because Mm -hmm. when you stay, every person is multidimensional. No one is just like a boring, nice guy, Mm -hmm. but you have to stay there long enough to find that out. Mm -hmm. That's interesting what you said about like him surprising you. That was something I, I don't know where I got it from or if I just, it came to me, but I adopted this like sort of mantra with dating where I was like, I'll let them surprise me. I'm Mm. going into each date, like willing, no expectations but willing to be surprised. Yes. So like you have every opportunity to impress me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love and that. And I was also doing like dating to discover, which is more a known concept, I think. I've um, not heard that concept, oh, but it sounds okay. similar to my concept. Dating to discover. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like the idea is that you, you go into the date to learn. So mm-hmm. like, you're either mm-hmm. learning something about yourself most likely or about your dynamic with this person or whatever. And it just takes like the pressure and the nerves off mm. of the date because it's like it, the outcome doesn't matter. I'm exactly. going to get information. Yeah. I'm discovering information. I love that. Well, mm-hmm. I think what is so difficult about dating today and especially as far as dating apps go is I people tend to look at dating as a chore and it's so blase. Yes. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go get drinks with this girl on, on this night and then another girl on this night. And it's not actually about like, oh, this person excites me. This person yeah. intrigues me. I can't wait to get to know I'm going to go learn about someone who yeah. is not me and not in my circle of friends and not anyone I know. I, I encourage my clients all the time, like, 
whatever we can do to get out of kind of the job interview type of dating and the like showing up like, are you my husband? Like, it's just, yeah. Or guys who are like, you know, I just like, I, they just show up and they're like, people are looking for ways to reject each other Mm. and rule each other out. They're Mm. looking for red flags. And so I say, look for green flags, Mm. look for something interesting. It may be they become a new friend. They become a business connection. Mm-hmm. They're just an interesting story. You yeah. learned about some part of life that you don't know about. Yeah. You learn about yourself. Like mm-hmm. you're saying, like yep. can literally be anything, but showing up to find out if they're a specific role in your life is not going to work. Yeah. 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 Agreed. How did you get into this work? Great question. Uh, uh, Well, I've always been obsessed with other people's dating lives my whole life. Uh, I've just kind of been that go-to, like, talk about boys with person. And uh, I have this, like, kind of weird effect on people where strangers open up to me. Like, they'll just start Mm -hmm. talking to me about their love life. Yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of was doing that. And then I started a baking and dating show um, oh. that was like baking advice, baking with dating advice. Cause I think there's a lot of like usable metaphors in baking. Mm-hmm. So I would have like guests on and talk about their dating life and bake. And then I came out here and I started a show. I was in a relationship at the time called all my single friends, mm-hmm. which is basically a comedy show for single people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it, you know, it's a live dating app. It's, um, Single people come to the show. They say if they're taken or single, we interview them on stage. So you kind of get to feel their energy. It's kind of like you're in a bar full of single mm-hmm. people. And then we email you after the show if anyone was interested in you. It is really cool. I love the concept. Yeah, I mean, the show. I, I yeah. wanted there to be a way because at the time, the online dating thing was just kind of getting really big. And I was in a relationship. So I was like, this seems really hard. Like there should yeah. be a way to just get single people in a room together, mm-hmm. yeah. not speed dating, not anything where they're yeah. forced, but like just to feel each other's energy. Well, and energy is a huge, huge thing that chemistry. I like I've talked about this on the show, but even like voice, like I, yeah. I eventually adopted a rule to like, we had to have a phone call before I would I love meet up that. with someone mm-hmm. because I met up with one guy and I was like, you just sound so feminine. Mm. I'm not attracted to yes. you personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah. I think phone calls great. I have a friend who used to swear by FaceTiming before oh. a date just to be like, I'm, we're going to do a 10 minute FaceTime. I'm going to see, I don't want to like go out, yeah. which, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm still of the camp of like, go have an experience and like get new information and don't judge someone. But mm-hmm. she, you know, she was a more efficient person than I am. So yeah. that was her way. But so I started that show and then it just kind of naturally, cause I would coach people on stage when I would yeah. bring them up to interview them. Then I started coaching people privately, started writing people's profiles, uh, swiping for them, doing all that. Mm-hmm. Then I got a job at a matchmaking company as a dating coach for their matchmaking clients. Mm-hmm. Did that for a while learned a lot and uh, recently branched out on my own because I just okay. really wanted to focus on this mission of like working on people's technique rather than mm. being like, here's the perfect guy on paper for you because I generally don't believe that's how you find someone. Ooh, so interesting. Oh, yeah. Do you have a question? I have a question. Okay. What are your tips for people making profiles? Oh, interesting. Great okay. Um, I would say that the most important thing is to be specific. Mm. So there, there are just so many like hiking, yoga, fun. I like <laughs> the earth, you know, whatever it is. I like and <laughs> I like all cuisine. I like drinks, whatever it is. And I'm like, when you're, when someone's reading your profile, they should be able to get kind of an instant snapshot feeling Mm -hmm. of what it would be like to be with you. Mm -hmm. So not to be with you like in a relationship, but to be around you. So it's like, Mm -hmm. if you can say, instead of like love drinks, if you're like, 
spicy mezcal margarita or whatever, like something specific Mm -hmm. to give them kind of like, you can immediately taste that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, you know what that is. Mm -hmm. And I think those sensory details reveal so much about a person. So if it's music specifics, Mm -hmm. if it's movies specifics, and Mm -hmm. I do think profiles benefit a lot from a sense of humor. So like Mm -hmm. little jokes where you can show that you have a sense of humor about yourself. Mm -hmm. I stay away from negatives Anything like not looking for Mm -hmm. this or fed up with this Mm -hmm. or whatever, stay away. Mm -hmm. Um, I keep it brief. I say the most important thing is the sensory details, the Mm -hmm. sense of humor. I always include like a food or drink reference just because I think those are the easiest to kind of connect on. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not not really that hard. I just think it's being not general and being really specific. Do you have advice on that? Um, No sunglasses. Mm -hmm. Like one group photo is fine, but not a ton. Everybody stop sticking your tongue out. (laughs) Don't know what that's about. (laughs) It's just like, we know you have a tongue. We get it. Um, And and if you have two good pictures, that's better than seven bad pictures. You know what I mean? Like pick your strongest, make them accurate, no filtering, like enough with the filtering. We're going to find out what you actually look Mm -hmm. like. You know, it's, there's no point. Um, And then also with the profile, I think it's just important to be vulnerable and to just like have a sense of who you are and make a joke about it. Like it's the mm-hmm. thing you don't want to say that you should say because mm-hmm. it's immediately going to attract someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'd rather just like give people a hook than just be another one in the bunch. Yeah. I, I will say like when I was on Hinge, I was, I, I had my profile up and then I, you know, was swiping, whatever, not going on great dates. And then I looked at it again and I was mm-hmm. like, for one, I had something up there that was what I was not looking for. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want someone who's this, this, this. I rewrote that mm-hmm. about uh, looking for someone who's emotionally intelligent instead of the negative version. Like mm-hmm. I said it like that. And then I I changed one of my answers. And I think this was like a good um, balance of the things you're saying. So one of those questions on Hinge is like, who was your childhood crush? Mm. And most people are like Jennifer Aniston or whatever famous person. And I put my actual childhood crush from my school, but I like bleeped out a little bit of his last name. Love it. And I was like, Joe, blah, blah, blah. If you're seeing this now, you know, (laughs) it was like, I love that, but vulnerable. And like, honest, after changing that, I did meet the guy I'm seeing. And it was Joe, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but actually that is the part of my profile we connected over. But that's what he responded. He liked it. And that's how we connected. Because people respond to specifics. Something calls out to them. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, while I think it's really good for you to clarify for yourself what you're looking for, I don't know how effective it is on a profile to say something like a guy who's emotionally intelligent. Like everyone thinks they are emotionally intelligent, down to earth, family oriented, mm-hmm. loyal, hardworking, ambitious, mm-hmm. got their shit together. Like everyone is like, oh me. Mm-hmm. You want, you don't, you want just to make it more specific to call out to them. So if it's like, mm-hmm. I'm looking for a guy who will stay in his pajamas with me all day. Like find mm. the sensory version of mm. the thing you're saying yeah. and do that instead. Like the sensory version would be something that I had written down that wasn't on the app, mm-hmm. but I, I made a list of like some specifics just in a witchy way of like, let's see if this happens. Yeah, yeah. And then also just qualities I wanted in a partner. I called it my magical man and I like just wrote it Love. all down. But one of them was like, we scream on top of a mountain together. So that would be yes, very sensory. that is exactly sensory. Mm, That's what I'm talking cool. about. Like take the feeling you're looking yeah. for and like kind of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, Concentrate like, it down yeah. into like an actual visceral, visceral, visceral yeah. 
image or that moment. That makes sense yeah. for looking for connection through a digital way. Yeah, like you, you want someone to respond to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Great advice. Yeah. Yeah. As someone who was swiping on the apps, mm-hmm. my advice for men specifically is to put anything in the profile. When there would just be pictures uh-huh. with nothing, it's yeah. like, I don't know what to message you about. You seem either boring or like Ego you're too cool for dating apps. Yeah, not it's vulnerable just, at all. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. that those are generally my, because I also did some, sw- once I got out of that one relationship, I was swiping for about a year and a half. Yeah. I really enjoyed myself. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I made it like a mission. I was yeah. going on like six dates a week just to like oh. find out what this crazy thing was yeah. and to like meet all different kinds of people. But I think um, for guys, yeah, put something because otherwise I would say to girls, if he doesn't have anything, he clearly doesn't care. Not serious. So yeah. you just keep going. Yeah. And I, you know, I caution people about judging like from someone's profile, is this person ready for a relationship? Like, no, no one is ready for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Everyone is ready to meet the person they want to be in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. So like a guy who will say to one girl, I'm not ready for a relationship, will turn around meet the love if of his life yes. and be ready. So, so that's true. such an empty yeah. thing to be looking for, yes. for everyone. You should yeah. just be going to meet a new person. And if you're the right person for oh. each other, you'll be ready for a relationship. Your big thing Great is perspective. dating is a numbers game. You say that a lot. Yes, I do believe that. I think because also people get uh, very fixated on one person. Mm. They might be messaging with them for 24 hours and they're like, I really like this one. I can't wait to meet him. And I'm like, Mm. you're setting yourself up to be disappointed Mm -hmm. because until you get to the date, you know nothing about that. I don't care how good your messaging was. I message for my clients. So a lot of people are talking to me. You know what I mean? So do not, do not put any like wait in that at all. Yep. Get to the date. And until then, you're not allowed to get attached to someone. Also, if you can remember, like I'll have some clients be like, well, this happened on this date, da, da, da. And I'm like, if you can remember this, you're not going on enough dates. Mm-hmm. You should be going on more dates because you should not be putting that much weight on any single person mm-hmm. until you've dated them for like three months. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, shit, I was going to say something. Well, before I wanted to ask, while you remember that yeah. thing, you're definitely going to remember, <laughs> um, about open relationships oh, and also about marriage. And like, mm-hmm. do you have thoughts on... I do. I mean, I... I have a, a working theory, okay. maybe tiny working theory, uh, and I hope I don't offend anyone with this, but that monogamy is a sexual preference mm-hmm. similar to being gay or straight or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily something you can choose to be or not be. Oh. So because some people be like... Almost like the- a kink or mm-hmm. more like... May I mean, I, I think kink is also not something you can really choose. Okay. So I think... Yeah, it's something that you are, you are not, you know? And so people will get mad and be like, he says he can't do monogamy, but doesn't that just make him a player? And I'm like, no, that makes him honest. Mm -hmm. If you can't do that, your only responsibility is to be honest about Mm -hmm. it and to not try and fit a square peg into a round hole. Mm -hmm. Like know yourself and be honest about who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that if you aren't naturally, quote, monogamous, you can't be in a monogamous relationship. But you just need to be honest about what you need. It's just like, you know, a bisexual person can still end up with one person Mm -hmm. of one sex. They Mm -hmm. don't need to be having sex with both genders all the time. But it's being honest about who you are and saying, like, I am not a monogamous person. Some people um, can't do long-term monogamy at all. Mm. They should just be in short-term relationships. There is nothing wrong with that, you know? Mm. Some people cannot fathom an open relationship mm-hmm. and they should not be made to. That yes. doesn't say anything yes. bad about them. People be like, you're not open-minded. And I'm like, 
There are people, I know them, who are monogamous and they have no interest in yes. anyone else. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean they're not attracted to other people because we're human beings, right. but they can't split their themselves emotionally, yeah. you know, or physically. Mm-hmm. So I think everyone just needs to be honest and upfront about mm-hmm. where they are with that. And it can also change, even yep. though I say, I think it's a sexual preference. I also think people can change over yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So as long as people are communicative from the get-go yep. and don't promise things that they can't actually deliver. How, from- how upfront do you think people should be about that? I think it is probably on a case-by-case basis. I think there are people that just like right up front, open relationship, polyamory, whatever it is, is important to them. Mm-hmm. And they need to be honest from the beginning. They shouldn't be acting like they're going down this yeah, path yeah. that they're not going down. I, I chose to... Well, like, you know, I learned from dating to discover like when mm-hmm. to say it too. And mm-hmm. for me, it was like once I could clearly see that that deeper feelings were starting to develop, mm-hmm. I right then like clarified that I'm into open, I, I'm exploring it, like I've had experience with it. I still don't know exactly, but like that's probably always going to be something for yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. And, I've, and I'm similar. I've like said to, you know, it's funny too, because like in past relationships, I was always like, I'm definitely going to need an open relationship because mm-hmm. I just never felt like I'm I was going to be <laughs> with this room, like I'm going to, and I just always assumed, and I'd have to say with my current relationship, I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's because I wasn't actually happy in those mm-hmm. others relationships. I don't think that's always the reason. Like I said, I think there are people that really just do need something open. It has nothing to do with how happy they are. I think yeah. for me, mm-hmm. I was kind of misplacing my feelings and being like, oh, that must mean this. And it didn't. But I also have an open door policy with my boyfriend where I'm like, mm-hmm. we're going to re- keep talking about this and revisiting yep. it. And if five years, yep. 10 years, 20 years from now, it's mm-hmm. something we want. Or one of us wants, we're yeah. going to talk about it. Yeah. That's Same. how I feel. Like, yeah. I definitely want monogamy. I want a husband. Yes. I want kids. Yes. But I want that to still kind of be a possibility. Yeah. Because who table. knows? When I'm you like don't 50, know. 40, I could yeah. want to get fucked by someone else. Exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. as we know, in the beginning, the chemicals are very strong. The love is very strong. I cannot mm-hmm. imagine wanting to share this man. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, yeah, probably by the time I'm like 50, we have a couple kids. Yeah. Well, Why you know, not? it might bring <laughs> some back into the relationship. I'm a mm-hmm. huge Dan Savage fan. So I love Dan I, yeah, Savage. I'm obsessed. So I yes. just, he talks about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's just so, now a relationship doesn't have to look a certain way. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just like, the only thing that has to be present is honesty and communication. And communication. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. I find that over communication is needed mm-hmm. with, with yes. openness. And I will say I've, recently heard of a few situations where one of the people was like, I'm open. I need to be open. The other person didn't want that. And they kind of went along with it, which is like open under duress. That 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 I would say not. mm -hmm. That's why I was starting to say from both ends when you talked about agreeing earlier, because I've seen that from like many men that I've been with where they they go along with it and they Mm. say, yes, they'll even be enthusiastic seeming Mm -hmm. and they actually hated it the yeah. whole time and were resenting me. Yeah. And it's like, I, I was up front with you. I was communicating. they even knew though. Like, I mean, I not. Think, Most of them weren't experienced, so. Yeah. Right. And they probably, you know, it's supposed to be this holy grail, right? It's supposed to be like, my girlfriend Ideal. says it's okay to cheat on her. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> I should like that, right? And I think we have this misconception that like women are monogamous and yes. men are not. And that so, could not be more inaccurate. Yeah, it's exactly. actually biologically inaccurate. Yep. But 
they feel this like I should like this. And it, and I will say most of the situations I'm talking about it was the man who did not yep. actually want to be open. That's my that's the yeah. data I've collected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and I think sometimes they don't know and they need to find out. But then it's like when you know that it's you definitely not going to work for you, you need to start talking yeah. about it. Yeah. I remembered my question. Yes. Um, so when you're messaging clients, do you think your clients tell the person like, oh, at a certain point? Oh, they they definitely don't. No, no. It, I yeah. feel bad. I know, no. Because what if it's a, there's like an inside joke and then they reference it and you don't get it? Um, I send them screenshots oh, okay. of okay. the whole conversation. And I try, not just for my clients, but in general, I encourage people, you should not be talking for a very long time. Yeah, you shouldn't, you be, shouldn't be spilling your life secrets. You shouldn't be trying to see if you have a yep. connection over messaging. Mm-hmm. You should be like, few exchanges. I like this person Schedule. enough. Let's get to the date. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to do. Because part of the reason I do it for my clients too is just like the emotional exhaustion of having Mm -hmm. the apps on their phone. They don't want to be juggling all these people and these things. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. let me just get you to the date because you're getting caught up in the nitpicking their profile and nitpicking what they said in the conversation. And I can be an objective party that's just like, you're going. Yeah. Yeah. And I send them for approval. I'm like, does this look okay? Mm -hmm. You know, they get a certain amount of no's. Yeah. But mostly I just try and get people on the dates and I try not to get into anything too deep where it would be weird that they were like talking to me and not. That. Well, I've heard, and maybe you know the exact statistic, but that matchmaking is much more successful by like mm. friends or a third party because they are seeing it more clearly. Mm. And they're exactly what you said. Yeah. Not saying no for like silly reasons, right. looking at the core things that are going to matter to mm. you. Right. Like, So I have thoughts about matchmaking yeah. um, because I did work at a matchmaking company for a while. I generally think- the, Or setting people up. Right, but, setting okay. people. I think what- that should be done is exactly what you're saying. It, yeah. should, it should be, I know two single people, let's throw them together in a room. Yeah. It should not be, I just feel like this person would like this person. Let me describe them to each other. Let's look at everything on paper and see if it matches up. Mm. Like, I think we mm-hmm. cannot predict chemistry. We mm-hmm. cannot predict energy. Mm-hmm. So like major deal breakers, okay, this person's like super Christian mm-hmm. the, and the other person's deal not. Breaker. Sure, <laughs> not going to work. Mm-hmm. Or like this person really wants kids and this person maybe deal breaker. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I really think it should kind of be spaghetti at the wall. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're a friend, the reason matchmaking also used to be successful was like it was an old Jewish lady in a Jewish village who knew everyone everyone, and she had like instincts about it. It's kind of gotten away from that and in in the fact that it's become a business. Yeah. And I think it's just impossible to know by looking at people on paper. Well, it's so interesting you say that too because the guy that I'm seeing, he is like so different. Exactly. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Mm -hmm. He's never had a drink of alcohol or weed, whereas I went to rehab at 19. There you go. Like, it's so... (laughs) You would never put you two together if you were looking at your two profiles. But But it's a feeling. It's just a feeling. So I'm like, we just... That's why I don't want people obsessing about profiles when they're on the apps. Mm -hmm. I tell everyone, just swipe. Just swipe yes, unless it's like so hideously no uh-huh. but like yes because you need to get in the room with the person before you can yep. really have any information yep. mm-hmm. I will say I had also figured that out about not living in the virtual not mm-hmm. spending time with yeah. conversation or going yeah. deep virtually yeah. and I was working on just getting to the date or when yeah. they follow you on Instagram and then that's <gasps> the only way you communicate it's like did you just want a follower yeah. why yeah. are we doing this well I, you know? I generally can 
like say that no one should be following each other on Instagram until you've been dating. For yeah, a while. I didn't. Because yeah. it gets too weird. Yeah. And then you're like, they're looking at my stuff. They're liking my stuff, but they haven't responded and, to but my we're tags. Not getting to know each other mm-hmm. in person yeah. and you're it's learning from that. Mm-hmm. No. <gasps> Speaking of that, let's talk about when you're no longer with someone yes. and they follow your shit uh-huh. like crazy. Yeah. Do you like, this is. I don't know. We Leah and I talk about it kind of as like modern stalking yeah, in a yeah. way. Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, wait a second. You broke it off with me. You're seeing someone else, but you're the person in my stories whose face is down in the corner, meaning you're watching my shit the Can most. Can you block them? Yeah, I guess I could Yeah, do you that. should do that. It's but kind of know, on it's, you, it's, you know? Okay, well, is my- Is it though? Mm, well, no. Well, I mean, yeah, they shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. But if they are and they're not going to stop, you have the option to either reach out to them and be like, hey, you know, I just, I feel like this is well, a little too much. It's, it's okay. It's obviously an ego thing why I haven't mm-hmm. because it makes me feel like I, it makes me feel like, oh, I'm the drama queen or I'm the weird one for having to reach out and say it. It's mm-hmm. me admitting that it mm-hmm. bothers me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas this person is like just in their own world getting to see all my stuff yeah. and enjoy it and not like have any connection or consequence. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They get to seem cool. You know what I mean? I feel like you're the one who seems cool if someone else is watching your stuff. Should you know I, what I mean? like, just block or should I say something? Because I okay, think, also, yeah. like, you know, I know this person. Uh-huh. Like, it's I think not, that is the difference is, like, you... It's not a random date. It's, yeah. like, someone I knew. But also, dated. see, but this is where I think it gets tricky with the social media thing because I know that I sit and flip through everyone's stories, barely paying attention. And it for sure shows that I'm looking at everyone's stories, but I'm literally, sometimes I just leave my phone open and it's going through (laughs) everyone's stories. It's like we create these worlds. We're putting our own, what they're thinking, what this means. So we either decide it's not going to bother you and it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. anything or do something about it and block it, but don't allow it to be this place where your mind goes to fester on it and like think about it and stew about it because it's just not helping you. If you want to say something because you feel like it's aggressive, like if they were like commenting on all your posts or you felt threatened, Mm -hmm. but if they're just watching like, there's, we just don't have a context for that. So yeah, it's either block true. and so you don't think about it anymore or decide that you just don't care. I don't, yeah. I stopped looking at who watches my stories because I mm-hmm. honestly don't care and that's not why I'm doing and it. See, I don't click in to look. It's just his face pops up because oh, it's I don't in even, the corner. Yeah, oh. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah, I don't, I think I try and, I guess I was doing that more when I was single because it was like, is this guy looking? Is that oh, guy looking? For sure. When you have but a crush. I'm, yeah, I'm just like, in general, I think. People shouldn't follow each other until they've been together for a long enough time. So I'm just like, it's just a part of your life that isn't really who you are. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just a way to like feed your own ego and for them to feed their ego and judge each other. And I'm like, let's just keep everything in the real world until you can do that without feeling like it has meaning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think you're fine. Like just, yeah. I would just ignore it. Yeah. Ignore it. Are you a Libra? I'm a Scorpio. Damn. Yes, oh, two baby. Scorpios in the room. Right. <laughs> What's a Libra? Libra uh, is balance, justice. I don't know. For some reason, I was getting a feeling you were a Libra. Interesting. You know I think that too, because I can see most sides of most yeah, things. I think, well, yeah. But Scorpio makes sense for your work because you're intuitive. Right. Scorpios are like very, very intuitive. And it's also a lot about sex, sex and, and, and relationships. But isn't Scorpio too? There's always this thing about Scorpio being um, like mysterious. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not mysterious. Well, I'm also a Scorpio. And I'm extremely direct. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, am but I mysterious? Maybe. maybe. Well, maybe when I, I dark want side. to be, I, I am. That. Yeah. Like, I feel like we can be very like flirty and That's we can like withhold if we know it's like a golden nugget mm. to like give there someone later, go. like okay. a carrot. I don't okay. know. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you know what your signs are besides Scorpio? Oh, my friend did my birth chart <laughs> not that long ago and I'm trying to remember now. And I don't remember. That's okay. I'm sorry. There, it made a lot. Everything was like on one side, mm-hmm. I think, except for maybe one thing. Okay. It was a lot of Scorpio. It was a lot of like, yeah, yeah, intenseness. See, I don't. Going back to what you're talking about astrology, I don't check horoscopes as far as like the day, what's going to happen. But I, I do love looking at it for characteristics. Mm. And oh, like seeing interesting. How people, yeah, no, yeah, I do. I like have done a thing stuff. of like when I get into a new relationship, I'll be yes. like, "Are we compatible?" Are we <laughs> but it always like is a mix of both. Obviously, <clears throat> totally. it's always like kinda and kinda no, right. and then I just ignore the no part. Yeah. You know, That's what's fun. your yeah. partner? Aquarius, which oh, my mom okay. is. Cool. Oh. I don't know if that makes sense, but okay. you know, he, he's just like the, and this is another person I was actually set up with him mm. on a blind date by my hair cutter. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, and everyone call her a hairdresser. Just feels yeah. so old fashioned. I'm like, yeah. a sty- stylist? Hair stylist. Hair stylist. Um, she was dating his writing partner at the okay. time. And she was like, do you want to go on a blind date? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Cause I would always just talk about all the dates that was going on. Yeah. And I think that's so key too, is that like, People were like, how do I meet people in real life? I'm like, spread it around that the world you're that you are looking, but not yeah. only that you're looking, you are enjoying looking. Mm. Because if you're like, God, do you know anyone? Because I just, I'm miserable and I got to get out of this. Uh, it's like, no one wants too to say you Too much pressure. Yeah. 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 And I told her like, sure. And she was like, do you want to see a picture? And I was like, nope. Blind. And, yeah. And he didn't look at a picture of me and he texted me and we like texted a little, I was out of town. So we just like, had some exchanges for about a week. And there were a few exchanges that I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. And I almost like, if I had been in the, I'm going to judge our messaging thing, mm-hmm. I might not have gone. Yeah. And then we went on a totally blind date. And he knows, as I say it all the time, but he was not my type. And I walked in and was like, like, oh, he's very attractive. Like I said, I'm obsessed with him now, but he just yeah. wasn't what I normally yeah. date. Mm-hmm. And if I had seen him on a dating app, which I may have, because he was on them, <laughs> yeah. I would have swiped left. Like, he is a very handsome man, but wow. he is just not what I normally... And I, we went into it completely blind without knowing much yeah. and just, you know, it worked yeah. out. And even the first few dates, I was still like, nah, I don't know, but he just kept asking and I was like, he's really nice and he's sticking yeah. around. So I'll just... And it grew over time. And that's what I'm always trying to like get people off of the mm-hmm. obsessing beforehand and just yes. get in the room and then get even on the third date before you make any decisions. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it just takes a while, especially... If you're not used to being treated well and having someone be nice to <laughs> yeah. you, yeah. you're like, this doesn't feel exciting, but yeah. like, it will be exciting yeah. later, I promise. I, I would joke too, because the guy that I'm dating did not kiss me for a while, mm-hmm. and I'm used to guys on the first date pressuring me to give them a blowjob, so I was like, what's <sighs> oh. going on? Like, yeah. what's wrong? <laughs> you really, he must not like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. A, it was a for real, like, but then it was like, oh no, he's just respecting Respectful, me. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had someone reach out to me the other day and be like, if you don't kiss on the first date, is that a bad date? And I was like, what? No. no. Like, it's just Especially if you're strangers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of the first date makeout, did it with pretty much everyone, but that was just how I kept it fun for myself. Okay. And so I think if that's fun for you, then do that. But if you're yeah. a person who takes a little time to warm up and you want to be respectful, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And it could be that when someone actually likes someone, they don't want to do something mm, like your yeah. your boyfriend. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I just My think what? boyfriend. <laughs> the love of your life. No. But I think I think people also are really looking for any kind of like 
rules to glom mm-hmm. onto of like, does this mean this? Is this a red flag? Does that mean that? Should this, should this right. mean I should stop dating? And I'm like, stop looking for all of yeah. these things and just let it be a human interaction yeah. with yeah. another human. Yeah. When you were matchmaking, did you ever consider signs at all? No. Okay. I'm just I'm sure there's We would do. ask people if they were into astrology. Okay. Oh, so that was like one cool. of the interview questions when we were like making their profile. Yeah. Um, makes sense. We would be like, is that a thing? And it was pretty rare, but occasionally people would be like, yeah. And then I guess if there was someone who was like, I really hate it, we wouldn't have put those two people together. Yeah. But again, like, I think all that, like, my boyfriend's not into it. He'll never be into it. Yeah. Whenever I start talking about this stuff, he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it's like, okay, then that's my thing, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I also think it's such a myth of like this whole, well, we have to have stuff in common. I'm like, no, no you don't. Not. You yeah. get to know another person. They bring new things into your mm-hmm. life that you didn't have already, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And they get get you to know a new part of yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to break the mold. You know Love what I it. mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like it's time. To yeah. Is it time? Yeah. Yeah. So excited. Have you had a reading before of any Um You said you have your own tarot cards. I have them. them. I have not used them. Okay. I had a friend do one a really long time ago, but I don't remember much about it. I think it was like, you know, in the period of my life when all my questions were about boys, mm-hmm. which is totally fine, but, yeah. but that was where it was. I so get that. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. And about like meeting the love of my life. Mm. I was like, but is he in there? Is he in the cards? <laughs> well, all our cards are women, so. Great. <laughs> He's probably, yeah, probably not. <clears throat> um, do you know what you might want to ask the cards I, about? Today? I think I do. Ooh, cool. I think I do. Okay. You to share. Um, so, and and kind of feel the cards while you're talking about it. Get okay. your energy Ooh, into okay. them like that. Ooh, this is so exciting. <laughs> okay. Um, I think what I would like to know about is with my um, activism mm-hmm. mission. Kind of what's my next step in like reaching people? I've considered doing workshops. Mm. I've considered doing a live thing where people can come ask questions. I have a podcast, but you know, I just, I want to reach people in a way that feeds both me and them Mm because sometimes the private coaching can get very myopic, like very like small. Yeah. And I'm just like, how can I, I really would like to affect positive change and in people's love lives yeah. and I just kind of want to know the the best kind of venue for that for me. Okay, so right kind now. of like expanding expanding how you reach people. Yeah. Or like just like what is it to continue with one on one and and the small will kind of grow or is yeah. it like I need a bigger audience or is it you know writing a song or baking a cake like what yeah, what is yeah. you know oh, cool. I just cuz I want to be able to change the way people are going about this cuz I I yeah. do think it's kind of like hurting mm. certain aspects of the world because yeah. I think everyone is so much happier and better as people when they're in love with somebody yeah. who treats them well. Yeah. And yeah. I just want that. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. That. So let's, you hold them to oh. your heart, fan out the, yeah, Facing. exactly. Mm-hmm. Intuitive Scorpio. So <laughs> <laughs> and let's all do a deep inhale and hold it at the top. Beautiful. That was such a good breath. I became lightheaded. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll take the cards. Sorry, I'm a little lotion. Oh, that's not because my palms just got sweaty when we did that. They weren't this whole time. Okay, so definitely in your energy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Mm. Oh, Irene. Irene. Peace. 
Irene. Okay. That was a quick pull. Mm -hmm. There is no need to worry as everything is working out beautifully. That is such good news. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And it's so crazy because when you were forming your question, like the pinging answer in my mind was like, you don't need to know how. Mm -hmm. So it's all you need to do is, and this is like my read, but we'll Mm -hmm. go into the card. Mm -hmm. But all you need to do is like sort of like have that question and have it be Mm open-ended, like release it basically of like, I don't know how, but like, let me discover how to- And coming to peace with. Yeah. Yeah, That like, it's, you're going to reach the people, but you don't, you don't need to know exactly how. I know that's sort of like a... No, I love that actually because okay. I, I think it is, you know, we all living in Los Angeles and being ambitious, whatever, yeah. are like, what do I do next? Now what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And as this is a relatively also new baby vision mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, okay, that makes sense that like yeah. maybe now's not the time to push on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. To just like let it let it find you, I guess, mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Could you just quick describe the card, the colors oh. and the photo and everything? It mm-hmm. is a light blue card. Mm-hmm. And there is a lovely lady with black mermaid hair mm-hmm. and a gold headband holding a baby mm-hmm. in a purple blanket. She's also holding grapes. Grapes with like corn. Mm. Looks like nourishing. Mm. She's a mama. This is how I picture myself when I... I'm a hippie on a farm. Uh-huh. I always say I want a baby on each boob and I'm like uh-huh. barefoot. She's more clothed. Though, She's, yeah, clothed. Yeah, yeah. She's more clothed than I picture myself. But, <laughs> and there's dolphins behind her. Yeah, which Ooh, dolphins are always like childlike and play. Water. Oh, mm-hmm. I like but that too. Let's see what it says. So message from Irene. Even though appearances may seem chaotic, I assure you that a higher plan is in action. <sighs> This all-loving power is carrying and supporting you completely. Relax into the arms of divine love and breathe away all cares, concerns, and worries. Put your focus into enjoying and appreciating each blessing. Your gratitude helps you attract even more blessings into your life. Wow. Okay, various meanings. Give your cares and worries to heaven or whatever higher thing you believe in. Pray. So also can take that as like asking the universe Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Meditate. Mm -hmm. Engage in peace enhancing activities such as yoga, Mm. sea salt baths, Mm -hmm. massage, Mm. naps, music, Mm. playfulness, and the like. Cool. Is that resonating? I love that so much. I do go to yoga. It is nice. my, it's not religion, but it's like my practice. Your church. Of, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like calming down yeah. and chilling. Yeah. And I and I try to, every yoga class, I try and come up with like a question or a, mm, something to take an me offering through. Sort yeah. Of, yeah. So I love that. And I'm yeah. actually going to an outdoor concert tonight. Oh. Yes. Is it the Greek? At the Greek. Oh my oh, gosh. Nice. My boyfriend's going. <laughs> my boyfriend. Yes. Maybe I'll see him. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to that and I and it is funny I've been realizing lately how much good I have and mm. it makes me nervous mm. and maybe instead I just need to be saying thank yes. you yes yeah. yes yeah, yeah I think saying thank you for that and then staying open like it's saying mm. offer it up it's so crazy that like when you were asking the question I was thinking like 
offer it up, like release yeah. it. Just yeah. ask that to whatever you believe in mm-hmm. and like wait to be shown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think yeah, it's no such rest. a like challenge to offer it because that feels yeah. so open and then there's no close, like how do I close it? And it's like, you don't. You don't. And, and that's the cool wow. thing is like, you can't even imagine how good it can be. Mm-hmm. So like, why try in a yeah. way, you know, like now it's known that you want to reach more people. That's enough. Yeah. Like it's yeah. gonna come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. Ooh, okay. Let's find out a little more about Irene, a Greek goddess whose sisters the include... <laughs> a Greek goddess whose sisters include the goddesses of lawfulness and justice. Irene brings peacefulness mm-hmm. to all who call upon her. Maybe mm. she's the Libra that I was feeling. Yeah. I think so. Because the justice, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The Romans referred to her as Pax, which means peace. Irene mm-hmm. helps us to replace worry with faith. She also reminds us to retain our childlike awe and enthusiasm for mm-hmm. life. I love that. Ooh, follow the fun. Like yeah. with yeah. reaching people. Whatever, whatever is like how you were saying you want it to be mutually beneficial, like yes. to you and to yes. who you're reaching, like yes. fun. Yes. Follow the fun. I love that. Yeah. I think because I am like a very silly, playful person. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, time to put my grown up <laughs> pants on and do yeah. my job. And yeah. it's like, lately I have been feeling too like, maybe it's just be like, fuck it. I'm just going to like say what I think without trying to be correct all yes. the time, you know? Please do. Yeah. This This is great. This is great. (laughs) Thank you. I'm just going to relax. Thank you, Irene. Irene. I'm going to make my boyfriend give me a massage. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. So great. Thank oh, you, guys. Thank yes. you. It's beautiful. Um, so, do you have anything to plug? Obviously, ah. your podcast, Not Your Therapist Podcast. Yes. Not Your Therapist Podcast on Instagram. I do take questions from listeners. Mm. Um, if you're interested in coaching, you can email me, notyourtherapistpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, what else do I do? Oh, I have my show, All My Single Friends, which is if the third Thursday Angeles. of every month in Los Angeles. And that is probably everything I need to plug. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, how can people find you? Me? Well, my name is complicated, but it's Dahlia <laughs> Karnofsky on Instagram. I also have a website for my coaching, DahliaKarnofsky.com. Probably not your therapist is easier, so you yeah. can go there and it will lead you to me. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, that's the main way. Okay. That's where I am. And then we end every episode with a basic blessing. So something oh. we're grateful for today. Oh my Anyone can go first. I am, this is a kind of two-parter. I'm very grateful for the shitty guys in the past. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that they're in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, and more importantly, I'm so grateful for myself for doing the work. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, you should take credit. I love it. <laughs> I'm grateful to um, the people that tipped me very well mm. on my hike this morning. Thank you so much. Wow, I love that. I was like, hikes. wait, no, you no, got no, tipped for hiking? <laughs> <laughs> I went on this hike and I hiked so good. Oh my god, that's so an I was amazing job through the park hiking. <gasps> that yeah. is wonderful. Grateful for the job in general. So mm-hmm. kind of want to go on a hike with you. Now. Please yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you shall. <laughs> um, I'm so there's so many things I feel grateful for right now, Good. but I really feel grateful for you too and for having me. I feel so like loved and yes. welcome, and it was so nice to be in this little den with you. Yes, yeah, it was so great. And I, um, I also just as I was sitting here sweating, um, I'm like grateful for my body, yes. my health of my body, yes. and just being able to move and sweat. Mm-hmm. So good you to know? not take that for granted. Yeah. So, yeah. Whew, I one. remind myself all the time, but it's really yeah. important, I think. Yeah. 
good. Mm-hmm. Sweat it out. Yeah. <laughs> Love sweating. I've gotten really into Love sweating sweat. lately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dahlia. Thank you, guys. You're amazing.